Hey guys, welcome to another episode of The Encounter. I'm here with Josue, with Matthew, and with Kathy. And today we're going to be talking about, um, the title is Family Burdens. And I'll start off with the Bible example of Eli. It's in 1 Samuel 2nd 12, and it says, The sons of Eli, which their names were Hophni and Phinehas, were worthless, dishonorable, unprincipled men. They did not know nor respect the Lord. And the custom of the priests with the sacrifices of the people, when any man was offering a sacrifice, the priest servants would come while the meat was boiling with a three-pronged meat fork in his hand. Then he would thrust it into the pan or kettle or cauldron or pot. Everything that the fork brought up the priests would take for himself. This is what they did in Shiloh to all the sacrifices of the Israelites who came there before. And... I'll skip to verse 17. It says, So the sin of these two men, two young men, Hophni and Phinehas, was very great before the Lord, for the men treated the offering of the Lord disrespectfully. Now Samuel was ministering before the Lord as a child dressed in linen, ephod, and it's just basically talking more about Samuel. But what I wanted to focus more upon was um, Hophni and Phinehas. These, these sons of Eli were very disrespectful when it came to the Lord, when it came to everything that was holy, they would, they would sleep with the, with the women in who were serving in the temple, in the entrance of the temple. Yes. Sorry. And, and as it was talking about here, they would even take a portion of the, of the offerings that were given. They were, they, they took like the good, the, the parts that were for the Lord the like the good parts and they would keep it to themselves so everything they did it was very dishonorable and disrespectful but as people say however the kid is is an image of however the parents are like we are our parents seed therefore everything that we do is kind of because our parents taught us that way because our parents um raised raised us like that and as we look at at Samuel's sons, we can tell that Eli wasn't the best the best father there was. He was he was very lenient with them in bad ways. He he never he was very um, easygoing. You can see that he he didn't really um, like to correct his children. And as we know, he, it was as we know in the Bible, it says in Proverbs twenty nine seventeen, correct your children whenever they are wrong. Then you will be then you will always be proud of them. They will never make you ashamed. So the Bible tells us that even if, because I know even like with, with my nephews, when they do something like bad, I feel, I feel like inside of me, I'm like, oh, but I love you. I love you so much. But, but I know I have to correct Mm -hmm. them. But the Bible, so the Bible tells us whenever they are wrong, Mm -hmm. There's no, there's no other thing that the Bible says. It's just simply, whenever they're wrong, correct your children. Because if you don't correct them in that moment, then, then all they're gonna do is bring you, is bring embarrassment to you, basically, on your parenting skills. And that's what's what, that's what, 
Eli was lacking correction and discipline. Yeah, so like, like as we see, like after, um, after in First Samuel two, where Jenny was just reading, um, the Lord tells Eli, right? The Lord tells Eli in Second Samuel two twenty nine. Uh, well, this is after Eli rebukes his sons, right? And then the Lord tells Eli. Eli barely told them at that point. Like after, like they had done all these things. It says in First Samuel two um, two twenty two. Now Eli was very old, and he kept hearing all that his sons were doing to all Israel. So he kept hearing that, meaning that he had been hearing this for a while, you know. And he said, and how they lay with the women who were serving at the entrance of the tent of meeting. He said to them, why do you do such things? For I hear your evil dealings from all these people. No, my sons, it is no good report that I hear the people of the Lord spreading abroad, right? And he basically tells these people, uh, he tells his kids, like, what the heck are you doing, right? And then after that, in 1 Samuel 2.27, then that's when the Lord like it says that the Lord rejects Eli's household and he basically gets mad at Eli and he's like, I'm gonna kill your sons. And like, he cuts off Eli's family. Right. And it kind of like shows like what I see from this in like the parenting, like, cause the pod- the name of the podcast family burdens is Eli's parenting shows that like he tried to like correct them. But in the moment that he tried to do it, he was way too late, you know, because um, Eli was most likely like, very like distant from them he didn't he didn't really care like too much about them or else he would have corrected them and told them like this is not the way you're supposed to do it like these kids were raised in church and they knew the right things to do but eli never really like set them in into them like ingrained it into them Mm -hmm. and i have this um verse from proverbs which um i thought like kind of like really went with it it's proverbs 22 6 it says train up a child in the way he should go even when he is old he will not depart from it so when we want to like teach like when we want to teach, as if I have a kid, but <laughs> when people want to like teach their kids and they realize that when they're like grown up and they're like terrible people, <laughs> sometimes they're like, they're like trying to like correct them and be like, no, what the heck are you doing? And they're like, like, you know, it becomes like a huge issue, but the issue is not like to solve it once they're older. It's, you should have solved it when they were yeah. young because mm-hmm. when they're young, pe- like kids are impressionable. Like why do we think that now in the world people always want to try to come after the kids? Like they're trying to put all these things in schools and all that stuff because kids are impressionable. That's where they become, that's where they start to build up who they are. That's where they start to like discover like who they are, you know, when they're kids. And that's what Eli kind of like lacked in doing with his children is, you know, correcting them when they were children. And um, I don't know if anybody else has something to say. I but yeah, like <laughs> I was just right about to go out to you. Yeah. Thank you for your thought. Okay. But there's this thing, like, was it like with shepherds, right? Like we all know, like was it being a shepherd is actually a really, really big, important role in the Bible. Of course, we see it time and time again. We see it through Moses. We see it through Joseph. We see it through many people, right? And um, I think it's really important in, in this aspect, right? So being a shepherd, right? And sometimes obviously, like, was it like having that one sheep, like, like fly away in this case let's um, fly away <laughs> yeah it'll grow wings bro <laughs> but let's take it to like um you know like um like a family aspect of course right so the, um this sheep flies um well gets fly away <laughs> <laughs> It just flees right. away. It wanders. It just flees away. Yeah. I'm just trying to say flee. My goodness. Yeah. <laughs> but it flees away, right? And obviously, like, the shepherd will have to go and retrieve it at some point, right? And let's think about our parents and us, right? So um, the reason why I believe it's super important to, like, have, like, actually, like, good parent, parent, 
parenthood ship is because not only the shepherd will come back and get it, but also the, this is really important because it's actually super important with the shepherds as well. They'll actually snap the leg of the sheep and actually like, you know, like was it like put it on their, on their, on their necks. You know, we always see these pictures growing up, you know, yeah. in Christian household. You always see like, um, like a sheep like over Jesus' like shoulders and stuff like that. It's like, oh, that's so beautiful. It's like literally, it, that's literally uh, me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that's literally me. Yeah. <laughs> right? And then like, um, but no, think about it in the spiritual aspect, right? Like, so think about it like this. Um, like the sheep is on Jesus' shoulders, right? And it's more like, well, this is like the reason why, um, well, on Jesus' shoulders, in this case, the shepherd's shoulders, um, in this case, the parent's shoulders, right? Like, was it like, um, do you have to understand what voice you're listening to? If the sheep has a broken leg, it's not going to be able to walk. It's not going to be able to go far, right? So like, was it, I think it's super important, the fact that we have to understand the voice of what we're listening to. Um, the authority of a voice, right? Because if we don't have that, you know, like, what's it like? If we don't have, like, that moment where we just get in trouble and take it up the chin, because we'll admit we suck, we're children and stuff like that, right? But we have to understand the fact that, you know, our parents are right. You know, like, what's it like? No matter how, like, wrong we may see it now, in, in the future, it'll all pay off, right? Just like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Maybe I shouldn't be doing that, right? And in, this, in, the, in the context of, like, family burdens, we should understand that, number one, like, was it like, like every single thing that our parents do, it's for the benefit of us, right? And sometimes, like, was it like, um, like as we were mentioning um, our earlier take with Jenny, <laughs> with her <laughs> nephews, right? Um, like, pretty much, like, was it like, um, like, was it like, our, her nephews, in this case, us, we have to learn to understand what no means. Yep. Like, was it like, we're kids, we don't know better, right? But our parents do, in this case, you know, God knows what's better for us, of course, right? And that was just like a little, like, train of thought. For, like, yeah, and we see, like, um, like, the, the figure of like the rod a lot when it comes to like the Bible telling us how to like parent children, for example, and it's all, and a lot of it's in Proverbs as well. Like Proverbs thirteen twenty four, whoever spares the rod hates his son, but he who loves him is diligent to discipline him. Proverbs twenty nine fifteen, the rod and reproof give wisdom, but a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. Right, and um, these are all things that we see, and these are all things that we also see the opposite of happening in the Bible. Um, for example, with Eli's sons and. Um, one thing that, like, um, I saw was, like, people who, like, are, like, all, like neglected happens a lot in the Bible by their parents. For example, Eli with his sons, right? Eli did not discipline them correctly, and they ended up being, like, how they ended up being. <laughs> and then we also see people like um, Joseph and his, uh, sorry, Joseph's brothers, right? They were also neglected by their by their parents because Joseph was like obviously the favored one and they ended up selling Joseph to slavery <laughs> you know and we see for example um Ishmael and um what was it Ishmael and Isaac you know Ishmael got casted out because he wasn't like the actual son of Sarah so as you can see like there was also favor there like everybody always favors like cer a certain child and children who are neglected obviously always usually end up being like the ones who turn out to be the bad ones mm -hmm. and but one case that we didn't see that is david who the, the parents obviously parents did him badly because they neglected him and everything that he did like they just cast him aside they th they threw him aside they didn't really care for him they didn't really like pay much attention to him they didn't think much of him they didn't think anything was going to come out from him they didn't expect anything from him mm -hmm. but he actually ended up being greater than all these children that i just named right yeah like David ended up having a heart conformed to the Lord and he and that was because he was persistent in the Lord and as a child like I feel like he he already had like the heart of the Lord within him right yeah. and he like knew that love and he learned more from the Lord as his father than his actual father Jesse I feel like 
And, you know, the Lord is obviously the best father we could ever ask for, <laughs> which is why I think he turned out to be like that, which is crazy because you see like two different um, cases of, even though like parents are like bad parents, if we are in the Lord, then we don't really need our parents to be correcting us like if they do or if they don't because we have the Lord to teach us the correct correct way to do it. Yeah. Um, going based off what you said, there, like we can say all these things about like parents and stuff, but but as Matthew was saying, like David, David, what who he was learning from was God, and and the same thing that that I think kind of happened to to the same thing that happened was with Joseph. Joseph Joseph was in like a lineage of uh, as again Matthew was saying like he was in a lineage of people fav favoritizing 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 yeah, like, favorit just like favoring yeah favoriting there um certain children and and Joseph was one of them um but but the beautiful thing about Joseph is that he took like he I think God kind of like made him understand that what what Jacob had done was not a good thing and he took it into his own parenting um, style like yeah. he 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 didn't go based off of whatever his father did like oh because my father was like that i'm also like that yeah, and it's crazy because it literally happened and yeah. every single generation like abraham favored isaac isaac favored Esau, and then and then jacob obviously favored joseph so i just wanted to add yeah. that in there and and he so he didn't go based off of what his father did no he he based off he changed it and 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 kind of became more like what what God would be happy with. Mm -hmm. um, once Joseph had his two sons, Manasseh and, and Ephraim, he he didn't. There was no favorite. He, once once his father Jacob was dying, he took both of the sons to get blessed by by Jacob. And when when Joseph was naming. Um, Manasseh and Ephraim, both of them had such beautiful meanings behind their names. Like, um, I don't really have in front of me, but I know that, that, oh, actually, yes, I do. It's in Genesis 41, 51. It says, Joseph named the firstborn Manasseh for causing to forget. For he said, God has made me forget all of my trouble and hardship and all of the sorrow of the loss of my father's household. And then, um, the next verse explains the name of Ephraim. He named the second son Ephraim, which means fruitfulness. For God has caused me to be fruitful and very successful in the land of my suffering. So the first one, we can already see how beautiful it was. It, it Manasseh means um, that he, God made him forget, made him like um, let go of what happened in the past. And then the, the Ephraim meant that God created from his suffering, from his troubles, be, um, he made him receive fruits from that. Mm -hmm. And so we can just see that Joseph broke those, broke that like generational problem that they had. Yeah. He, he, no long, he no longer had a favorite and he learned from it instead of copying whatever his ancestors did. Yeah, and I think something that we can like see from Joseph and kind of like learn is that um, we, we say that like, well, we've been saying that, you know, as a child, it's the parent who like raises them up to like children who uh, they become, right? And after a certain age, it stops 
being the parent who kind of like influences who the child is and it just becomes like that child like that person's on their own right and usually it happens i feel like when it's like a teenager when they're just like okay like i don't really care about what my parents say anymore right yeah. uh, for like nowadays but like in joseph he was raised as like the favorite child he was like uh he was like um very spoiled <laughs> and yeah. he was like very like arrogant you know but then once he had to go through all this stuff like he was sold to slavery he was in jail for a long time that's when he when he was away from his family and his parenting and he had to like himself like make his own identity and that's when he really grew and sometimes uh we were talking before the podcast how um when people become like or people end up being like not so good people they kind of blame their parents they're just like oh but my parents raised me up to be this way and it's because like it's because of this in my family it's because of this in my family but at some point it stops you can't you kind of can't really blame that anymore because you're your own person and joseph kind of shows that like they didn't raise him up to be like a perfect child but he ended up being a better person who like you said broke that family chain and um we can't really blame what our parents have raised us to do because now that we are in our like are in control of ourselves we can decide what changes happen within us we can decide to raise ourselves up to change to be a different person and yeah how's this yeah say? and also like was it like i like to bring up this verse right here it says in ezekiel 18 19 right here it says right here in quote you may ask why will the son not be punished for his father's sins the reason that is the reason is that the son was fair and did good things he is very careful obeyed my laws so he will live and in verse 20 it says right here so the one who sins will be the one who be put to death a son will not be punished for his father's sins and a father will not be punished for his son's sins right here and it says right here a good man's goodness belongs to him alone and a bad man's evil belongings belongs to him alone and i this is like literally like i feel like this hits it like right on the dot as well because look like was it like what our parents do like their actions like was it like are not our actions of course we may have the same characteristics you know like was it like when you ever see like a child like just roaming around and they walk like their dad they talk like their dad you know they may do the same things like that right because obviously we as children we we have something to look at right you know we yeah. have our parents to look at it you know to like see like reference of course right how to grow up how to do all this blah blah blah, blah, blah. right we, we both know that the the fact that these like this family member, this 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 chain that was obviously there, but obviously cannot be seen. It's obviously there, right? Like, was it like there's a chain, like probably of anger, of course, right? But let's say this, like, was it like the father knows he has a chain of anger, he may not have broken, right? And in this, in the context of the child, right, was it like he's grown? This is why it's super important, guys, to like grow up and like in the well, not only grow up, but also understand how much God has power over us and within our spiritual life and also like within our family life, of course, right? Um, but the fact that when we raise this child and that we actually like you know like was it like put it in the sense of like okay let me like try and shape you right not the way i was raised but let me raise you the way i want it to be raised does everyone like try and get what i'm trying to say but um like was it like if that child has like that same context of like was it like oh this is bad this is good this is bad and whatever like that because of x y and z then that child's able to actually like understand and break that chain like you know for their further generations right and it's super straight and simple because it says right here like a good man's um goodness belongs to him alone 
and abandons um, evil belongs to him alone, right? So we're like fed up with this idea, like as we were mentioning earlier, like, oh, because my dad uh, raised me like this, my dad did this when he was younger, I'm this way too, and I'm stuck like this. No, we should look at it in the context just like, no, because I'm raised in, a, in such an environment where I'm raised in church or I'm starting to believe in God that I'm honestly privileged to start from ground zero. Thank God I get to see these things early because if we don't catch these things early, then we're not able to like, you know, discern ourselves, number one, and also like, what was it? Raise ourselves um, better for God, of course, right? And I just think it's super beautiful when we like think about it like that because once we start at ground zero and we like take a step back and understand like where we stand, not only in our family, but like ourselves, that we have to learn to like adopt this lifestyle of Christ within us. But that was just like a little food for thought. I love what you were saying because obviously like the generational things that come Bef that came before us mm -hmm. you know sometimes can catch up to us if our parents didn't um you know break them off mm -hmm. and you know we still have the opportunity to do it right mm -hmm. and you know many of the times we think like wow this is such a heavy burden like we don't want to do this like why did my parents just cut it off but i think it's like a it's like a beautiful thing as well because you number one get to see like you were saying god's power over our lives mm -hmm. and number two just like god has promises that he will break every chain every bad chain that has been chained to mm -hmm. you know to us it'll be break broken off and i think the most beautiful thing that we should really acknowledge is that um instead of because obviously yes our parents are the people that we should always look up to and you know the bible says obey your parents not mm -hmm. if they're good or they're bad but just simply obey your parents mm -hmm. but but also understand that when we ourselves start like adulting or start growing up and start having like this higher um i guess acknowledgement of of god and having a relationship with him is not starting to look at a person and imitate them but the bible says imitate christ Amen. so Amen. that means that you're no longer doing the habits like your parents used to do you're no longer doing the habits like your friends do or what i don't know let's say leaders do right because now you have a perfect example which is christ number one mm -hmm. and now you get to follow his footsteps every step he makes you make too everything that he tells you to give to him and get away and take throw out of your life okay amen i'm gonna do it and, you know, sometimes, like, I even think to myself, like, how am I going to get rid of this, 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 and this? And, you know, I get lazy, and I'm like, I don't want to do this. Like, I, I simply just don't. Mm -hmm. But then I remind myself, like, hey, Kat, like, you in the future, all of us here, like, we're young now, but what, five, ten years in the future, we're all going to have kids? And then you'll look back and say, it was so worth it breaking off those chains. Why? Because... Now your children don't even have to go through it anymore because you were brave enough to, tr number one, trust in the Lord and follow his son, Jesus Christ, and say, right with me, it stops. Mm -hmm. And it's so beautiful because imagine, like, that whole chain that was right behind you, God said it's going to end here. Mm -hmm. And then at there, it's like a big block. Whatever happened in the past stayed in the past. And, you know, like we were talking about, like, sometimes we even take it as, like, a jokey personality thing. Like, oh, yeah, I have daddy issues or I have mommy issues. Or, like, oh, you have a dad must be nice. I have two. Yeah. Or, you know, like... <laughs> You know, like it's oh it, it becomes God. like a personality and we start joking about it and you know, if we it becomes a joke, but you know, there's a truth behind every joke. So like you start like saying it and then it just becomes like a, a habit in us that we just begin to say. And you know, many of the times it can catch up to us and then we'll think of it like, Oh no, it's a joke, like it's not a big deal, you know, I could just laugh about it. Uh, you know, like what is it? Uh cry now laugh later whatever that saying mm -hmm. is like many of the times you know like we laugh try to do that crying. now but dude don't try to cry in the future like mm -hmm. cry it out today let those chains be broken by god so the future your generations don't have to go through that anymore and and i think that's beautiful because right now as we start saying like discipline is good because like you were saying at the bible verse you um it says it says uh, a father disciplines a son who he loves right so if 
if we're not getting disciplined, we should be we should, we should be scared. Be scared yeah. yeah, because if we're comfortable, if we're just chilling and you know in my room, like not being told anything by my parents. I, I suggest you walk out of your room and be like, hey, mom, do you think I'm doing something wrong? <laughs> like, you please tell me. Cause, Ask for a right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> please. Like, because there are a lot of things that we still have to grow up and understand still. And and even if, let's say, like like I was saying, like, maybe I don't want to do it, but think about the people that are coming behind you. It doesn't have to be your children. But get, guess what? Like, the people that you're going to be leading. Like, if you become a leader in the future, guess who you're going to have to lead? The people behind you. So break it off now before it catches up to you. Yeah. And um, that, that's what... Joseph did. I know we keep talking about Joseph, but um, <laughs> <I> love Joseph. <laughs> but in Genesis fifty seventeen, the brothers of Joseph. This is already like way past what happened. Like Joseph, um, this is when Jacob is their father is already dying, and and then this the. the the brothers are still worried if Joseph would forgive them or not. And even though, like, he already did, but they were still scared. And and in 5017, it says, oh, they, they, they tell Joseph. So they sent word to Joseph saying, your father commanded us before he died, saying, you are to say to Joseph, I beg you, please forgive the transgression of your brothers and their sin, for they... For they did you wrong. Now please forgive the transgression of the servants of the God of your father. And Joseph wept when they spoke to him. Then this bro- then his brothers went and fell down before him in confession. Then they said, Behold, we are your servants. But Joseph said to them, Do not be afraid, for I am, am, am I in the place of God? As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring about this present outcome that many people would be kept alive as they did this day. So now do not be afraid. I will provide for you and support you and your little ones. So he comforted comforted them, giving them encouragement and hope and spoke with kindness to their hearts. So this is so beautiful. And I think Joseph is such like a, like a kind person because, because, um, I think many times, like us as ch- as child as children, we um, we kind of hold whatever our, our parents do um, inside of us, yeah. versus and and then we take out all the anger and all of the resentment to our own kids. Mm-hmm. Like our our past generations might do that as well, and but Joseph Joseph didn't let that. He could have easily. St- like said so many things and and like i don't blame joseph because he went i imagine he went through so much trauma as a young kid um, yeah <laughs> i i under, like i would understand him but no he said like don't be afraid am i god to to decipher to to judge if i should forgive you or not like no i i forgive you and and i'm, I'm still gonna provide for you and support you and joseph showed for and forgiveness is um we know it's like something that sets us free it teaches us lessons it it lets it allows us to let go of the things that our past generations couldn't let go of and and joseph kind of set like his future generations free from anything that was holding the past generations back Mm -hmm. yeah 
um like um we know that um with these chains they like involve like generations right and um i i think i think house has a verse for that right where it's like talking about like the chains for like your generations oh yeah i do <laughs> um it pretty much says right here in numbers 14 18 it says right here you said the lord is slow to become angry he is full of great love he he forgives and he forgives those who are guilty and breaks the law and those who break the law of course right and it says but he always punishes those who are guilty he punishes them and he also punishes their children their grandchildren their great-grandchildren and for those bad things right and but yeah that was like the verse right yeah there. Mm -hmm. um and it's crazy how like when we do uh, bad things like when we don't break these chains it ends up affecting our generations but in deuteronomy 7 9 through 12 um i think it's so crazy and amazing uh it says uh, now know therefore that the lord your god is god the faithful god who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations and repays to their face those who hate him by destroying them he will not be a slack with one who hates him he will repay him to his face you shall therefore be careful to do the commandment and statutes and the rules that i command you today right and so basically like if like if we when we when we have like sins that we, and chains that we can't break obviously it affects our generations and but when we actually like keep steadfast in the lord and if we break these chains and if we actually like love the lord with all of our heart like do what the Lord asks us, asks of us. If we remain in a faithful relationship with the Lord, then He'll bless thousands of generations after us. You know, and so it's not always like, like we think of it as like, oh, like I'm stuck with all the bad stuff. Like mm. I'm yeah. stuck with like my dad has this, and now I have to deal with it because of him, and or my mom had this, and now I have to deal with it because of this. And but instead, we should think like we have the opportunity to set our lineage free from all these things that they have, you know? Amen. And what a, like, huge blessing that is to, like, have, like, the Lord be able to shape us in that way to be like, okay, you're going to be the one who's going to break all these chains. That's you're going to be the one who sets, like, who opens the way for your whole lineage to be able to follow me, you know? Uh, I remember something the, the um, I think Danny used to tell us, where he's like, um, like, if you ever wondered, like, why you were born in this, like, time period, just, like, imagine, like, because... Like, what if your parents were, like, in the world and if their grandparents were in the world and, like, what if they had, like, this lineage of, like, super bad stuff, yeah. but you were the ones meant to, like, set your lineage in the path right. of the Lord and you were the one that was meant to open that way for them and to, like, establish them there, you know? After, like, so many years and so many generations of bad things, like, you're there to, like fix that and you're there to change that so if you ever see something wrong with like oh my dad has this and my mom has this then like stop like worrying about them and start worrying about you and how you're gonna fix that and how you're gonna fix it for your children and their children you know so i just wanted to add that that's beautiful so. to say and to close this off i just want to remind like us and everyone who's listening the bible verse where it says like come and cast your worries and all your burdens to the lord and you know many of the times our burdens don't always have to be like like our own burdens but you know we can feel like a heavy burden because of things that we've heard within our family, things that, you know, we have found out within our family, things that, you know, our family has been caring for years and years and years. But, you know, um, these burdens are not to, like, scare us away or to make us think, like, oh, that's it, like, we're doomed for life. But, no, this is, a, like, a door for us to, like, um, enter, to see God's blessings, to see God um, making us free and liberated from all these things that our parents have gone through. And then we recognize that this is this is it. This is where, the, where God says, with you, it's going to change from here on forward. You and your generations are going to, you know, be free. And um, always remember that everything that we do, 
is is also you know like every action has a reaction so therefore always you know just like many of the times we like to think like oh why did my parents do this why did they do that remember um that when we as well like our generations come let's not have like you know our generations think that too like why did my parents do this yeah let's not repeat the same the same history you know let's Mm -hmm. let's do something different something where you know always we imitate christ um so like these burdens can you know one by one start falling start breaking start moving and you know being destroyed and taken away and never being seen ever again but with that um we always have to keep our eyes on the lord and always be steadfast because where we think you know there's peace and you know um everything that is bright and good with blessings you know there's there's always the enemy trying to attack but may we rebuke him in the name of jesus that it won't catch up to us but with that being said i hope this has been a blessing to you and remember that every wednesday at 4 p.m we will be out with these podcasts here in the encounter god bless you guys see you next week (laughs) 